we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker and she is Simone Roche and here we are with you every single week to talk about life, career and everything in between. What are you rustling at? I can hear you rustling away in the background, Simone. Oh, it's not me. I'm not eating crisps. (laughs) No, for once. (laughs) <laughs> guilty pleasures absolutely what, what's what been to do this week then in the world of Northern Power Women big week actually um, this week uh, coming we've got a webinar so our first webinar with the Bank of New York and we're talking about leadership and I know that's one of the big things we talk but we're talking about the human approach to leadership so looking forward to that discussion we've got also part of a global conference coming up later this week which is Unite on Purpose uh, which mm. is all about yeah really interesting and it's the whole premise of it is coming together sector by sector so as opposed to organizations coming in and saying right we're going to go and solve this problem it's sectors coming together to unite to solve a problem about education or over here around healthcare so I'm facilitating a session, so I'm just going to be leading the chat, learning lots as I go along, and I'll be blogging about it later. So yeah, so busy, busy, lots of like local chats, global chats. That's how we roll, isn't it, Northern Power Women World? All about the conversation. And collaboration, because I think that's such joined up thinking to get several sectors together to talk about a common issue. And it's something that you look at some of the the kind of greatest ideas in the world are all born out of collaboration and conversation. And yet it's still something that isn't done that much, especially, dare I say it, around things like government. 100%. Like, yeah, that's a whole, that's a separate podcast. That it is. Own, I think, <laughs> Sam. But I do see that. I'm, and I'm definitely seeing that over this world we're, we're currently in and this, mm. this current way of working. And I, I am actually seeing more of that want to want to collaborate. You know, we, we love collaborating, don't we? And I, I'm a big, a big fan. But I am, because people are solving different problems and solving, sorry, not different, but new problems. Yeah and equally writing new history um then I, I there is absolutely more of a well how did you tackle that how did it you know so back in the early days do you remember the, the first lockdown how are you dealing with technology how are you dealing with checking in with people on their their mental health and well-being how are we dealing with that and I definitely saw that real share of information because because people are at the heart of it and I think yeah. this concept of unite on purpose it's about reinventing and reigniting the economy with purpose so businesses leading it by sectors leading it to be able to to make our our new way of working so which I'm all over because I've said it before I don't like build back better I think it's all about looking future brighter isn't it looking you know rather than look at what we've always had and it is not about throwing the baby out with the bathwater either but it is about taking what we've learned and going right actually by coming together we're going to do this a different way so I will report back that's really and you think about it and and business 
has been about purpose for for some time now. I mean, business used to be solely about profit, about what the shareholders could get. And then there's been this evolution, hasn't there, over a number of years in which businesses have woken up to the fact that we need to have a purpose because that is what our customers are actually looking for in the purchases that they make. And I think now more than ever, when money is tight for so many people, you don't just want the fastest or the cheapest, you want to make an informed decision about the the little money you might have about where that is going. And so you will align with the values of a company you're making a purchase from. So I think purpose, yeah, I, I love that concept. And as you said, not build back, it's build forward. So yes, I concur. Well, the Prime Minister obviously is a big listener to this podcast. He's, <laughs> I should probably say he's not really. Uh, maybe he is, well, I don't know. Well, actually, I forgot to mention that. Actually, later this week, I am speaking with a special advisor uh, at number 10. So to follow up, I was I was in number 10 in the in the real security world back in January. Yeah. And sort of on the back of our, our levelling up report, we've been having so many conversations with, with people wanting to advocate and take action because let's face it that's why we did it not just to have a report um so whether with the pro vice chancellor of cumbria university uh warrington mp um i think we spoke last week the chief exec of the chamber of commerce over in newcastle but this week um later this week we are speaking with uh, one of the special advisors obviously not dominic cummings um uh, down at number 10 so again some else to be report on busy week actually this week i'm a bit scared of my diary <laughs> oh i love that when you look at a diary and you kind of just shudder at all the different colour coded blocks that are in there and you think but when am I meant to eat or speak to a, <laughs> speak to my family ah. uh, I always find time to eat anyway look um, I want to talk a little bit about International Men's Day because International Men's Day was of course last week uh, yes there is an International Men's Day for anyone who still hasn't caught up because goodness me the Ferrari around International Women's Day every year there's that brilliant comedian isn't there Richard Herring who spends his entire day replying to all the tweets that go but why isn't there an International Men's Day going that is an International Men's Day it's in November I remember Simone a few years ago being on the tube in London and uh, I was going down an escalator and it was on International Women's Day and there was a couple of lads in front of me and they weren't being snarky but they were a bit like oh it's all right for women isn't it they get an International Women's Day what why isn't there International Men's Day eh and I actually I felt dead brave I tapped them on the shoulder because pre-Covid and I went oh just to let you know, there is actually an International Men's Day. It's in November. And they both went, oh, okay, thanks very much. And I went, enjoy it. <laughs> and it, was, it was all quite a pleasant exchange. As I said, it didn't get kind of grumpy or nasty, but I just went, oh, no, there is one. I think it's dead important. You know, we kind of joke, don't we, that, oh, of course, you know, every other day is International Men's Day. But what I loved about the messaging this year, and I know it's something that was reflected on our Northern Power Women Twitter poll, is it reflected the real issues that men do face and mental health and suicide is a major issue for men. And that's why International Men's Day came about, wasn't yeah. it? It was about, um, you know, mental health and about the amount of uh, male suicide and the rise in male suicide. So it was not about, oh, here you go, men's club over here. It was about something absolutely really critical. And so we put the the poll out, which was asking, do you think it's more difficult for men to access mental health resources? And why do you think this is? And so the responses were 7% said, yes, it was difficult to 
to access because of for systematic reasons. No, they didn't think it was difficult, but an overwhelming 81% was that not accessing them because of societal reasons. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we were flooded with sort of comments. Um, Alex Cousins, a, a regular to Northern Power Women podcast, you know, and she's like, you know, she's like, I'm a, I'm a wife and a mother of boys and, and mates or blokes and three times as many men as women die by suicide. Men aged 40 to 49 have the highest suicide rates in the UK. You know, real worry. And, you know, Laura Hepburn, we live in, in North Lass. And if you can't see it, you can't fix it. Our plight to make it acceptable is getting better, you know, but it's really important to talk about it. Uh, Leanne Potter, who's been on with us before, uh, you know, her husband was talking to her about this. He was reading an article about uh, 10 Leeds charities that have been given generous donations, but he noted that not one of them were for men, which was which was interesting. Oh one here from Gemma Aitchinson, who was um, nominated for one of our awards a few years ago. And it was about, you know, we talk about stereotypes a lot, but this is about, you know, gender stereotypes, which unfortunately they do uphold, which it's not weak to have mental health issues it's not weak to talk about it it's not weak to get professional help it's weak to let masculinity get in the way of your well-being and then it's hashtag don't be a look after yourself um you know so lots and lots of comments there please do keep the conversations going but don't be alone in this i think that has been a a bit of a a call for us this series hasn't it but what what always really dismays me simone is when there is a big conversation about toxic masculinity the pushback that exists from certain men and women in society I find as I said just extraordinary because I remember when uh, Gillette released that ad a few years ago a best a man can be as opposed to a best a man can get and it was all about it's not boys you know there was a couple of lads fighting and and some you know one of the dads went oh boys will be boys and then one of the dads went up and went no don't don't do that. Have a conversation. Mm. What are you doing? And then there was a, a man sort of hassling a woman at a party and another man walked up and went, mate, stop it. This isn't cool. What are you doing? And there was a thing about we don't have to be the um, me big man, me get food for woman, you know, this kind of caveman approach. This is men are all different types of people. There isn't this ridiculous notion that a man must look like this, behave like this, react like this. But the backlash on that ad was absolutely off the scale. I mean, Piers Morgan was one. Oh, it's, it's you know, it's sissifying men. You know, men are men. Why are they trying to feminise men? Like, compassion is a feminine thing and not caring and turning the other cheek is a male thing. I'm offended for men saying that. I think men should be outraged that they, that they are painted by society as not having any compassion. I mean, that's terrible. Of course they do. Yeah, no, we've got, um, uh, we've got a blog out. We, we had launched a blog last week, uh, an International Men's Day blog, which is Rob um, Lacan and Harrop from Bank of New York. And he was quite open. And, you know, in this time, in this time where we're at, he says he has a standing agenda point at the top of his notes you know every mm. every team's meeting that they have or um you know which is simply to ask is everyone okay and he said you know he's like this isn't a new question for me but it's now taken on a whole new relevance yeah. and, and and importance thanks to the pandemic it's no longer just a platitude it's no longer just a throwaway rhetoric but instead it's become the most important question mm. you know so it's none of that sort of bravado and anything else. and i thought this it was just really honest and open and you know and it says everyone has responded to the pandemic in a different way so it's I think this is where like Gemma said on the in comments on the Twitter you know it's taking those gender stereotypes away like the conversations you had on the tube as a black take it away and it needs to be um you know we've all had 
tough days during the last the last few months. Like I said, it's no longer just a platitude or a throwaway. It's really important to have these conversations. And are you okay? And just those three words make make a massive difference to someone else. Well, I want to talk about a few tips for mental health working from home in a minute. For a brilliant article I read. But before we go to life lessons, did you see the Ferrari about Harry Styles appearing on the cover of Vogue magazine? The first man to appear on the cover of Vogue in the magazine's history, which is well over 100 years. And he was wearing a dress. And (laughs) Harry Styles being Harry Styles, former singer of One Direction, of course, um, has always really played around with fashion. And he said, oh, I love messing around with fashion. And much like David Bowie or Iggy Pop or any number of male pop stars from the past, he wore a dress and the absolute eruption of fury and disgust from the conservative right here in the United States. I have never seen a reaction like it to a man wearing some clothes. I mean, the whole thing was absolutely nonsense. But people bursting into flames about how this was this was, you know, in some way uh, really damaging masculinity and the and the idea of what a man is. I tell you what, a man who wears a dress is still a man. A man who is gay, trans, bi, chooses to dress, present as a female in, in clothing terms is still a man if that is who they identify as. And I just, I, was there that Ferrari in the UK about Harry Styles? Um, not as much, um, I don't think. Um, you know, but more... I think more done with a tongue in cheek and, and humor. And I think this is maybe one of those examples where not understanding the British humor, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was a bit like, I just thought, oh, right, there you go. Publicity, a different type of way to tell a story, almost the, the tongue in cheek, the, the yeah, antithesis of the, the, the man. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, 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 man, the manly man. It was almost the antithesis of that, especially if you think of the last few months of um of the of the um the election campaigning and the language and the you know nobody needs that nastiness you know nobody needs those nasty words so i i don't know i don't know whether it's uh there's so many ways you can look at it but i i, I didn't see as much furore as I, I read about the the states uh responding to it and the 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 gender anxiety the american rights gender anxiety is what they're, they're talking to it but uh yeah interesting but hey everyone's talking about it well, yeah. I mean, the conservative right here, again, that's a whole other podcast because it is. it feels like you're living in a, a different, not even decade, millennia sometimes. But that's another story. You know what we need, Simone, now? We need to get some life lessons going on in our world. And this week, some fantastic nuggets of wisdom come from Diane Watson, the founder of She Can Prosper and the principal partner for Sovereign Wealth. Hi, my name is Diane Watson and I'm the founder of She Can Prosper and I'm also a principal partner with Sovereign Wealth Management. An important role model in my life would have to be my mum. She went back to do her A-levels when uh, in the 1960s when most women stayed at home and consequently went on to uh, train to be a teacher, uh, driving 60 miles a day to um, get her qualifications and worked hard and eventually became a headmistress and that influence in my life has been really, really important. Uh, One piece of advice that's really stuck with me uh, was a a colleague of mine who I worked with many, many years ago who 
really stress the importance of not regretting things that you've done because you can't change them. And that there, if there are things in life that you may possibly regret in the future, there'll always be things where you possibly didn't do something that you feel that you ought to. And I, I test that with myself uh, quite a lot. And that's been a really valuable piece of advice. With regards to facing imposter syndrome and what I do about it, as a female working in a very male environment, I think I've faced that most of uh, my career, actually, um, trying to um, break through the, the, the glass ceiling. So what I have to do con- constantly is look at what I've achieved with regards to that and remind myself that I, you know, I am worthy and I, I have um, succeeded and, and done well um, for myself. With regards to resilience, I think the hardest time for me to really step up to the plate with, with that was when um, I uh, got divorced or when my marriage ended uh, 10 years ago. Um, and I had to go through a tremendous amount of change in my life. I've been married almost 30 years um, and learned to be comfortable by myself and um, be financially responsible for myself and my family. So that's the time that resilience really um, came into, uh, into the fore in my life. Um, And with regards to taking risk and what happened, back in 1994 when I set up my own business, I I made a conscious decision to be self-employed rather than go down the employee route. And whilst that seemed like a big risk at the time, actually, it's possibly the best thing that I ever did um, because it's allowed me to have choices and make decisions for myself rather than rely on anybody else. Thank you so much to the brilliant Diane for getting in touch with your life lessons. I absolutely love your messages in there about resilience and about how you kind of had to become comfortable in your own skin and learn those new life skills, being financially responsible. Brilliant advice as ever. And this is what we love about life lessons here on the Northern Power Women podcast. It isn't always just about career. It is about everything that makes us up, our life inside and outside of work. We'd love to hear from you. Please get in touch. Just send us a quick email, podcast at northernpowerwomen.com, and we will do all the rest. It's that simple. We'll tell you what to do. It'll take five minutes of your time. And really, it's the bit that we know people love, love, love to hear. So please do get in touch. Thank you. Uh, Look, before we head off into the sunset, Simona, I read a lovely article this week about how to make working from home more bearable. And there was a lot of basic stuff on there. Um you know about how you can just make your working environment perhaps if you're sitting at the kitchen table or having to prop yourself up on a sofa just a few little tips about just making it feel a little bit more professional for you getting dressed that sort of thing you know so many of us just haven't got dressed during this pandemic whilst we've been working from home but there was a couple of extra bits that I really loved and and I just wanted to share those and one was just so so simple And it was something that I'd noticed the day before when I was sitting at my table doing some work. And I thought, oh, my windows are filthy. And because of all the sand and the dust from the desert, it was actually blocking out quite a bit of light. And one thing it said on this little how to work from home, make working from home more pleasant for you was clean your windows. Because if you clean your windows, literally a dirty window can can actually hold out about a third of light. And we need sunlight. And while we can't go outside much, especially 
for you in the UK where it's a bit dingier and darker at this time of year, five minutes cleaning the window next to where you sit can actually make a massive difference to your mental health. And I thought, what a nice little tip for something that's going to take you a couple of moments but can make a big difference to how you feel sitting down to work every day. So... Obviously, you know, I live on a boat. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm just clean, your, <laughs> clean your porthole. I'd like to see how we're going to do that on the water side once. That yeah. could be a bit. I could, maybe I've got to get out on the paddleboard, get my balance right. Few a few like kind of core yoga exercises on my paddleboard and do the do the uh, the windows as we go. I might just have to hold till a better weather on that one, Sam. <laughs> I'm just thinking I want I want Northern Power Man to be videoing all of that as it happens. And I want it to happen this week. Uh, video evidence, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Based on the fact we've not had central heating for two weeks. Again, first world problem. You're thinking heating? What is that thing? Um, yeah. So once he's finished with fiddling with the heating and I've finished putting it all back together again, then we might get onto the windows. Just do might it. not. <laughs> You could also get some plants and declutter. There was another couple of little ideas of what you can do. So maybe just get yourself a nice spider plant instead of getting out on that paddleboard. That'd be the way forward. Or what you could do while you're at home, you could get your phone, turn it landscape and record a message for a video message for us, which says, I am NPW because share us your tips for the year because we will include them in our NPW Cheers celebration on Monday the 7th of December. Here's the plug for that. So for more information, do come and get involved in that. We've got some really great ones so far, but just send us your little video message. Come and be part of our celebration. Get yourself online at northernpowerwomen.com forward slash cheers. That's simple. There we go. Thank you so, so much for listening. Another week of great conversation, a little bit of advice, and of course, your life lessons. Uh, Simone will be back with you with a very special guest on next Monday, November the 30th. Until then, this is the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker, and the Northern Power Women podcast is a What Goes On Media production. Oh, yeah.